Hey trippers, it's Gigi here, the Chatterbox. Welcome back to my channel. Thank you so much for joining me. And I hope that you enjoy tonight's podcast um, and get something maybe out of it or totally disagree with it or just think I've gone totally off my tree. I'm not sure. I'm not really sure where this whole conversation is going to go tonight. I, I do have a topic and I do want to discuss it, but I'm a little reluctant because I know that a lot of you are going to just think I've bumped my head and, and I'm stuck raving mad. Um, but I can assure you I'm not and I haven't bumped my head and I don't think I'm stark raving mad, um, at all, but this topic is going to pose a lot of questions and and even for myself it poses questions a lot of the time and every time I revisit it it creates more questions in my head but I can just talk about what I know what I've experienced and what I think so here we go tonight's conversation for the podcast is about past lives all right so specifically around past life regression meditation and how that has opened my eyes up, but equally how a very personal conversation with a family member went many, many years ago that really cemented my views and my feelings and my, I guess, just my questions that I've had over many, many years. It it kind of answered a number of them. So, okay, <laughs> that's a very, very jumbled, rambled introduction into this podcast. So let's step right off the edge and jump into it. And I just want to say that, you know, there's no right or wrong answer in this. There's no true or false. It's just what it is, okay? So, Quite a while ago, um, it's like probably two years ago now, um, a friend of mine who does run um, meditation classes and courses and she went off and did um, past life regression meditation and became a, an expert at running those specific sessions. Um, she invited me along. So initially I went to a number of her meditation sessions because I wasn't really into that. Like I really wasn't into meditation at all. In fact, every time I tried to meditate with a group or in a group situation, I would get the giggles. Like I just thought this is so ridiculous. Like lie on the floor, feel, wiggle your toe, wiggle your, your next toe. And I just, it didn't relax me. I got very self-conscious and I just, because I got nervous, I would begin to laugh. And that was never good in a group meditation session to be laughing. Um, so I, I stopped giving that a go because it always ended badly for me and probably for others that I was in the class with because I disrupted them. 
Um, so I gave it, I gave it a big wide berth for quite a period of time. I just, just was like, nah, meditation, I'm not into it. And then over the years, I just thought, oh, look, maybe I'll give it another go. It might be really good for just grounding myself and getting some relaxation and focus and, you know, just being present. So I thought, well, yeah, I'll give it a go. So I started just um, listening to meditation tapes at home, and that was a lot better. Like, I didn't crack up laughing. I mean, when I first started them, I still kind of thought, look, this is a bit just wishy-washy for me. But I persisted, and I, I eventually started to think, well, you know, they kind of are working. Like, I'm feeling much more relaxed. I'm, I am able to focus a lot more. I'm able to feel present. Um, and I was sleeping better, and I, I was just more in the now, I guess, in the moment. And so then I was speaking to my friend, um, and she said, why don't you come along to some of my meditation sessions? And I said, oh, well, yeah, I can, but I'm actually really interested in coming to one of your past life regression meditations, guided meditation sessions. And she was like, well, no, how about you just give the normal meditation sessions a go and then once you feel like you're able to really get into the zone of that and really into a deep meditative state, then you can move on to the past life regressions. So, okay, so I went along to one and um, again, I just got the giggles. Like I thought, oh my God, this is terrible. Like I, I lay there and I was fine and I actually pre-warned her. Like I said, look, I've never been good at these in a group situation. I do get, get the giggles, but I've been given it a whirl at home and, and gone quite well. So I think I'm over my immaturity at this. But no, I I just, I was lying on the ground. I was, there was about six other people in the room and I just would start to giggle. Like I was like, oh my God. And she was running the session. So we weren't even listening, listening to a tape. We were listening to her and she was my friend. And I was like, oh my God, please don't laugh. Please don't laugh. Please don't. And I was just start to get the giggles. And then I would open my eyes and, and she was like, a couple of times looking right at me and that just like, oh my God, I had to like just put my hand over my mouth and yeah, it was really bad. So like I did that twice and then I just said to her, look, I just don't think I can do this. Like it's it's just way too embarrassing and anxiety provoking because all I'm doing is lying there trying not to laugh and embarrass myself and embarrass you and wreck it for the whole class. Like, you know, so I, I gave it a miss and didn't didn't return to that for some time. But then I started to think about it more and more, and I thought I really am interested in this past life thing. Like I'm really drawn to it. Like I, it's something I just feel innately like I need to go and do it. So I rang her up and I said, "Look, I." You know, I know it has been a disaster when we've tried the meditation before in a group setting, but I would really love to give the past life one a go. Like, I just really feel like I'm ready to do that and I need to do it. There's something just driving me to, to really go and give it a go. So I think reluctantly she said yes, but she said yes. Um, I certainly would have been reluctant having me 
back in the group, given my previous behaviours. But anyway, she said, no, no, come along. So we made a date and um, I went along to the past life regression. And I didn't know what I was expecting out of it because of my, you know, obviously poor experiences at the normal meditation. I, I don't know why I was so drawn to a past life meditation. Like I thought, wow, you know, um, that's pretty deep. But look, give it a go. So I don't know, but I, there was something, like I've said, there was just something that really, really was pulling me to, toward doing that. So I went along, actually said to her when I got there, look, you know, I'm really, really interested interested in this, but I don't know whether I'm going to get into that state. Like I don't actually know whether I'm going to allow myself to regress. And she said, look, you may not, but you know, the first time you you might not, you, you know, you might just find that it's just a relaxing sort of, you know, half an hour or hour or however long it was. I can't remember now, but, um, you know, and she said, we start off with a normal guided meditation and then we get into more the past life regression guided meditation and then we end with another just a light meditation to kind of bring us all back to to the present so I'm like okay well you know look I'm going to give it a go I said to her I really don't think I'm going to you know laugh or anything I think I've got that under control but I just um don't know whether I'll get into you know that no that's fine so we gave it a go I gave it a go and um it was in a room and there was about four or five other women they're all women um doing this past life regression and my friend was leading it she was she was running it and the first part I I felt like just the normal meditation I actually felt surprisingly calm like I have never felt like that in a meditation session like like I said usually I feel highly anxious because I'm just so scared that I'm going to laugh and wreck it that um, I never get into a, a really calm focused state especially not in a group setting but this one I just I really felt calm like I just felt like wow you know I feel I really feel calm I just feel floating you know just really relaxed and then we moved on to the past life regression and she started it off with just doing some very simple exercises. So we would stay, you know, lying lying on our backs on the ground. I had a, a rug over me. I was quite warm and, and felt really, really relaxed. And she started it with just focusing on getting us to focus on just a place. So she spoke about... Um, just she took us to she took us to the beach and we walked along the the sand and then came to a pier and we walked along the pier and just stood there looking out to the sea and just took in in our minds what we could see and what we could hear and what we could feel like the like the breeze and you know, the smell of the sea and hear, hear the birds and other people and some, some boats. And, and 
and we got to picture all of that and it was really, really relaxing. And I just found that I was so able to get into that. Like I just was there. Like I was just so there. Like I wasn't even there in my head. Like I I could actually picture myself there. I could picture what I was wearing. I could picture other people around me. I could feel the sun on my back. Like I could, and I could feel the breeze of the, of coming off the ocean. Like I could just, it was just incredible. Like I was, it, I was, it's still hard to talk about because I was just so present. Like I have never been at that, at that point. Like I've never been in that state. And it wasn't even like a dream. Like, it, you know, it wasn't even like a dream state. It was like I was really there, you know. And then we came out of that. And then we went into our first experience or certainly my first experience of a past life regression meditation. And what she did was she actually said for us to lie down, which we did, close our eyes, and she took us deeper into the meditation. Just I don't know how, but I think it was by her words and her voice, and I just felt even more just deeper into it. And then she said, just look around and look around you and just think about where you are, what you're seeing, what you're hearing, what you're feeling, who else is around you and what's going on. Like, And maybe give some time to think about what, what year is it. You know, how old are you? Who are you? What sex are you? And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I I remember this so well, like, just so well. I was just little. Like, I was, I was a child, a young, young child. And I was a girl. And I was floating above like a suburb, <laughs> like, 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 and uh, just, uh, you know, heaps of houses, heaps of streets, but it wasn't this time, like it wasn't 2021, <laughs> like it was a long time ago. I don't know when it was, it was many, many, many years ago and I was floating above the rooftop of a house of a whole stretch of houses. And I looked down and the street was cobblestones, like it was actually cobblestones, like I was looking down. And then I noticed the cars in the street were all these old-fashioned cars, like way old-fashioned cars, Um, cars with no roofs, cars with big tyres on the back and just – skinny tires and the kind of cars that I've never seen in my life but I've seen on TV from many, many years ago. I don't even know when. I'm not very good at naming dates or knowing when certain things were were built. Um, but I know they were just old-fashioned. They were probably my grandfather's childhood era, so that long ago. And... Um, then all of a sudden I was on that street, like I wasn't floating anymore. I was on the street 
And I turned and I looked and I could see this whole row of houses. They were, they were houses that were just built attached, okay, to one another. So single fronted houses. And there was no real front yard. It, it just was steps up to, up to the houses. And, you know, it's about three steps and a door and that was it and you just walked into the house but I was standing out the front and looking at this row of houses on both sides of the streets it was almost looked like mirror images of one another and every house looked identical but I was standing out the front of one in particular and it had a red door and I noticed that red door and I was like I know that red door like that's my house like I don't know why but I just knew that was my house like all the other houses looked identical apart from the fact that this was the only house in that street that had a red door and I'm like oh my god that's my house so I walked up the three steps I took off my shoes because there was a shoe box just outside the front door that I just knew that that's what you did and so I took my shoes off I put them in the box and I went inside and all of a sudden there was there was nobody inside that I could see at that time but there was like I walked in and there was a hallway and then there was a a um steep set of stairs and I just knew that that's where my bedroom was I just walked up the stairs and I went in my room and I opened the door and there were all my things like like nothing that in this day and age I recognized or I knew but but when I was in this state, I actually knew all the things and I knew where everything went and where everything belonged. And yeah, it, it was just all mine. And then I walked downstairs and I saw a woman that was very familiar to me. And I knew that was my mother. But that wasn't my mother in this day. And excuse me, I'm going to cough. Sorry. <laughs> Back to the story. So that, yeah, that wasn't my mother as in now. But I knew as that person, as that child, that that was my mother. And then I looked at her and I knew who she was. Like... <sighs> Like, that was my mum as that child. But for me, in 2021, as myself, that was actually my nan when I was a child. <laughs> and I was, like, blown away. Like, my nan from my childhood in this life was actually my mum for that for me in that childhood in that life and then like i woke up like she brought us out of that and i was wasn't ready like i was like no i, I don't want to leave like i want to go back i want to i want to be back there i want to see what else happens i want to see what else i know who else i know what else is familiar because that I belonged there. Like that was my, I, I lived that life. 
Like I was that person. I'm still that person, but I, I lived that life. And it was so remarkable. It was, it was so remarkable. And then, um, we, t- we all talked about our experience in that meditation. And when we woke up, we, we, we all spoke about it. And so many people in the group had similar, similar stories like, that they were in a place that they recognized at a different time. And one of the things that was very familiar for and common for all of us was that the people that were, are in our current life were actually people and relationships that we had in our past lives, which was remarkable to me. Like, you know, I mean... I always thought, you know, when you hear about past lives, you think, oh, you know, you were the king of England and I was Cleopatra and, you know, that, you know, King Charles, uh, uh, you know, but that's not the case. Like, you're not just somebody famous. You're not just another person. You still, well, what I've experienced is that you're still the same person just in a different era and a different time. But you're still who you are, and you may not be exactly the same, but you're still the same. Like, it's still, how do I explain it? It, I explain it as in, it's still your same soul, but in different bodies. Okay? So, when I've gone back, and and I've had many, many more past life regression um, sessions, meditations, I have been still myself but I have been I have been a different sex I have been older I have been younger I have been in many many different time periods and just doing different things but the one thing that is common and what the one thing that is not just common but that is um I've lost lost my word in it. But the, the thing that is actually that flows throughout, I guess, I don't know. I'm losing my train of thought. But but the thing that is that is the same in every lifetime lifetime that I've been in are the people. So the people are the link. So my family and my friends are still my family and friends then but they may not be in the same roles so like I said my my nan in this life was my mum in that other life and I've had my dad as my brother I've had my uncle as my mate a whole lot of different connections like that but they're the same people constantly throughout my lives is what I'm trying to say um and relationships like I have met my partner in in my previous lives and I have met my friends in my previous lives in different roles and different capacities but they've been the same people and I often have then come to think when people say you know you have an instant connection with somebody or when you meet someone you instantly really like them or you really don't like them <laughs> for, for no real reason. I actually 
believe very strongly that's because we have had experiences with those people prior, like in previous lives. I am totally convinced of that now. And I just think, wow, you know, even times like, you know, when you have a, when you have a phobia and you start to think, what, why am I scared of that? Like, where has that come from? Like, nothing's ever happened to me by, you know, I've never been bitten by a spider or I've never had a mouse crawl out over me, yet I'm terrified of those things or, you know, I've never had anything bad happen to me in the dark. Like, and I, I, I am a believer that Maybe that's because in a past life we have had negative experiences with those things and they're carried on into into the present. And times like where we have deja vu and we're like, oh, I've been there before. And maybe it's because we have. Maybe they're actual time periods that time just collides, that two parallel worlds all of a sudden merge as one and and we, we're kind of our minds like, what the hell's going on? Like, I have experienced that before. That's where deja vu comes from, you know. And times also where people say, you know, when you take up a hobby and you're really good at it and you don't even know why you're so good at it because people in your family will say, but, you know, no one in this family is good at piano. How come you're so musical or why are you a great dancer or, gee, you're a good singer or, wow, you can cook fantastic, whatever it may be. Or, you know, oh, I just decided to cut my hair and and I just knew how to do it. You know, I haven't gone to hairdressing school. I wouldn't, I've never had a pair of clippers or scissors in my hand ever before, but all of a sudden I can do it. And I think that is because... We've experienced that previously, but we just don't know we have. And, you know, the other side of me that's more the skeptic in this is I'm thinking, okay, I'm all of a sudden quite a believer in past lives. Like I went to several other past life regression sessions um, with my friend and each time I experienced something very, very similar um, and very, very clear and powerful and made me quite a believer, like nearly 100% a believer, <laughs> that much so. But then the other tiny bit of my mind went, and the sceptical side of me went, mm, maybe this is just suggestive. You know, maybe this is just the power of the mind. Like, you're here because you want to believe in past lives. You've read now quite a lot about past lives. You've experienced several other you know, meditative states where you believe you have regressed back into a past life that, you know, maybe you're just kidding yourself. Maybe you're just fooling. Maybe your mind is now just playing tricks on you and is just creating something that you want to believe is real. And 
really it's just it's just not me it's really just suggestive or it's just like a dreamlike state where you go into I guess a, a deeper dream like a like a really vivid vivid dream that seems so real that um you actually believe is is a past life memory you know there's that side of me as well that goes well I don't know maybe it's just all rubbish who knows but what I do know is that I went and told my mum and my auntie because my auntie was over visiting once and on this one occasion anyway, and I told them about my experience of going and having these past life sessions and how initially I didn't believe in it and I'm still not really sure I believe in it and I spoke to them about this house that um, I'd seen and that I knew was my own house and, and I didn't give a lot of detail I just said that I just said that I didn't say anything about the door I didn't say anything about other things I just said that I had this past life regression I think it was in England that's what I did say because the streets were cobble streets the cars were really old-fashioned kind of English cars I think Um, certainly from what I'd seen on TV that that's certainly where the cars kind of looked like they came from and fitted um, and that's about all I said. And my mum just got real weird. Like she, she kind of goes, oh, do you have to go on about that? And do you have to um, go to it? Like, do you have to go and do that again? Like, I wouldn't do that if I were you. I don't think it's it's healthy. And I said, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean it's not healthy? And she said, well, you know, you went on about that so much when you were younger. Like, why are you going on about it again? It's just like, you know, are you having these nightmares again or these dream, these really lucid dreams again? I said, what do you mean? I don't understand what you're talking about. And then we sat down and my auntie was like, oh, you know, this is amazing. Like my auntie was really into sort of all things supernatural. Like, you know, she was into ghosts and she was into spirits and um, UFOs and all that sort of stuff. She would go and she'd take my mum off to, you know, clairvoyance and they'd tape the session and listen to it all back. And, you know, she she was really into that. And she tried to get my mum into it, but mum was a bit more, I guess, realistic or reluctant or guarded. I'm not sure. But she wasn't quite into it as much as my auntie was. But um, my auntie actually said, well, don't you remember when you were little? And I said, what do you mean? And she said, well, when you were little and you used to talk all the time, like you were, your imagination was so vivid and you always spoke about wanting to go back to England and I said, what do you mean? And then so so mum and my auntie and I, we all sat down and, and we spoke about this time and it was like, what? Because it was freaky. It was freaked me out. <clears throat> it really freaked me out because what they told me was that from the time I was like about two till about four, I used to speak all the time about 
wanting to go back to my other home and my other family. And mum used to ask me why, like, why would I say that? Like, I didn't have another family. I didn't have another home. This was my home. This was my family. Excuse me. And I would be really insistent, apparently, at times. And I would say, yes, I, I love I love this family, but I want to go back to my real family. And one night mum said that my dad um, sat on my bed and talked to me about it for ages. And I was, I was only little, like I said, about, I was probably about four at this time. <clears throat> and, um, and I started to talk about the fact that I lived in England and my dad had a, had a car that didn't look like the car that we had in our driveway. It looked different. And it was a car that when I sat in it, he had to, he had to wind it up. And my dad said, what do you mean? And I said, well, to make, make the engine go, he had to wind it up at the front of the car. And my dad actually said to me, wow, you know, in those days there were such cars that you did wind up at the front. It's how it triggered the ignition. And I was like, wow. Um, Yeah, that's what he told me later. But um, he also said that when I talked to him another night, I spoke about the house that I lived in and it was the only house in the street that had a red door. It had three steps that you walked up to, excuse me, and it had a red door. And the door, I told him, was painted red because all the other houses looked the same. And because all the other houses looked the same, my dad, my other dad, anyway, painted our house front door red so that if me or anyone else my other siblings because I had siblings in that other life um ever were playing out in the street or I got lost because I was the baby apparently I could find my way I knew which house it was because our house had the red door sorry guys I keep actually I'm just going to tell you I keep putting you on pause because I've got this tickle in my throat tonight, which is really annoying. So please, please forgive me. Anyway, back to my story. And so, yeah, I told my dad and I said to him also, why don't we, when we go, when we come home, why don't we take our shoes off? Because in my other house, when we get home, we have to take our shoes off and we have to put them in a box at the front door. And this is an adult really freaks me out because um, that's exactly the house and exactly the door and exactly the box at the front door that you put your shoes in that I experienced in this past life regression. You know, and I've thought about that so much. Like I still see that. I still see that house so vividly. I see inside it. I see up the stairs. I see in my bedroom as a child. Like I know that house so well. I can almost close my eyes and smell it. Like it smelled different to the house I live in. 
now or the house I lived in as a child in this life. Like it had different smells and and those smells are very comforting. And occasionally in this life I have smelt something very similar and just instantly had like a a response to it, like a really powerful response to certain smells because I'm like, wow, that feels, that smells familiar, like comforting and familiar like home, you know. Um, and you could say, is this is this all lucid dreaming? Have I just had lots of lucid dreams my whole life and and got confused, like, and just gone made those dreams a reality of a past life like i don't know i really don't know i don't know the answer i don't know if we'll ever know the answer but i'm just find it's absolutely absolutely fascinating you know um and I, I, i still question it but what made me i guess stop questioning it and start really believing in past lives was that my dad about oh was it quite a long time ago now I was probably I was probably 17 or so and my dad had um some books from my great great grandmother um, who grew up in England, and she had some, well, he had some books of hers, um, which had a lot of articles and and those sort of things inside this, this book. <clears throat> and, and my dad actually said that written in there was a street name and an address, an address, an address, an actual house address, and written in brackets was house looks different because it has red door. And my dad only told me that when I actually had this past life regression experience and I told, you know, after I was talking to my mum about it all and I went and told my dad excuse me and my dad actually bought out this article and this this old kind of book it was it was more like a scrapbook I guess um and showed me what my great great I think it was my great great grandmother had written um in that and he still got that and I no doubt will get that book one day but that really submitted it because it made me go, no, this isn't something made up in my head. Like I haven't made this up since I was two years old until I was like four years old and that's when I stopped talking about it. And I, I think I stopped talking about it because um, well, what I've read is that children are very susceptible to remembering their past lives um, because their their minds are more open to it and, yeah, not so crowd, clouded by stuff. But, um, yeah, they're just more susceptible. But as they grow up and as they get more memories and more experiences, they forget, you know, that their memories of the past just forget 
and um, and so yeah, once I was kind of then going to kinder, I just didn't talk about it anymore and just never ever mentioned it again until. The only other time I mentioned it again was um, after that session or those sessions um, with my friend at the past life. And, um, yeah, my dad said he he remembered those conversations and then when he, you know, when he found that book, it triggered the memory, but he said he also couldn't remember whether in fact I just dreamt like like the conversation didn't even seem real that he had with me because it was so many years ago I was so little um that when he read it it triggered something in his head but he couldn't actually put it to why reading about a red door made a lot of sense to him if that makes sense I'd I'd yeah, anyway, and then it wasn't until I spoke to him that as an adult and he was like, oh, my God, like I've still got that. And he went and found it and, yeah, it was just amazing. So that's my experience. Um, I'm certainly interested in, in attending many more past life um sessions and meditation guided meditations and trying to reconnect and re-remember and yeah it's it's not scary to me it's actually comforting and grounding and makes a lot of sense as to why certain things um I guess resonate with me and certain people resonate with me and certain people don't I guess um but it's, it's comforting, and I think it's comforting to know that, you know, that that is an experience that we, we do live many lives, you know. I guess the thing that's unsettling for me in my own head is I wonder, and I'm never going to know this, I'm never going to know the answer, but I wonder whether we stop having past lives like this life I'm living now is this going to be a past life like am I going to have another life after this and this was a past life or have I reached the end of my lives like are we like a cat like do we have nine lives like do we have a certain number of lives that we live before we I guess move on to a higher plane or something I don't really know or you know we just stop having lives like we run out we burn out we fizzle out I I don't know we become an atom I don't really know but the kind of thing that's a bit unsettling about that is not knowing if we do have a certain number of lives not knowing which life number we're in currently you know so do I have 10 more left or do I have two more left or is this it? Is this the last one? And I, I sometimes sit here and think maybe this is the last one because it's not very exciting. Like this life is really not very exciting, you know, um, with the pandemic and being in lockdown and it's really not that exciting. But 
then I think, you know, when I've thought back to my other lives, they haven't been that exciting either. Like, you know, like I said, I was a child in one. I was a blacksmith in one, actually, and I was a boy that used to love playing football in another one. (laughs) Um, I've been a boy a few times. I've been a man. I've been that little girl. And they're, they're pretty much the three I can really remember. I can't really remember any others at this point, but, you know, who knows? Maybe with other sessions I'll, I'll remember other lives. And, yeah, anyway, I just think it's fascinating. I'd love it if you guys had any experiences of your own that you could share with me. Um, that would be great. And... Yeah, I just I just think, you know, it's comforting to know that the people that we love are with us for many, many years and they're with us, you know, whether it's this life or the next. And, yeah, we can share a big journey with them, you know. Um, that's comforting. I guess it may not be comforting if you don't get along with the people you're with, but... I don't, I don't know the answer to that. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast, for putting up with me again, just rambling on. I hope you found it interesting. Hope you don't think I'm a total nutcase because I'm not. Well, never been diagnosed as a total nutcase. But, yeah, I just wanted to share that. I, I've put myself right out there with this one and really just – Wanted to share something that's extremely personal to me. So thank you again. I value your company. Um, yeah. Mwah. Kiss on the forehead. Bye.